magic detective starring the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of The Creeping Death. And right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform. Reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Stand by for Blackstone, the magic detective. Oh, that's a grand tune you're playing on the radio, isn't it, Blackstone? Uh, yes. Uh, what is it, you know? I don't know. I think it's... Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program to tell you of the sudden death of our well-known youth analyst, Major Hiram Stark. Major Stark died of a heart attack late this afternoon while sitting at his desk. Funeral services will be announced later. We take you back to... It's impossible. Did you know Major Stark? Well, Blackstone was having lunch with him only this noon. Must have been terribly sudden. Well, yeah, it must have been. Did he seem sick when you saw him, Blackstone? Was he, was he tired or anything? No. No, he wasn't sick. Blackstone, what are you looking so funny for? Major Stark did not have a heart attack. But the announcer just I said... I don't care what the announcer just said. I knew Hiram as well as I know anybody in the world. And I know his heart was in perfect condition. But it couldn't have been. It was. But his doctor must have I said. don't care what a thousand doctors say. But Blackstone... I was having lunch with him today. He told me that he just had an electrocardiograph taken of his heart and that it was as good as a man of 30. Blackstone left. He must have been worrying about his heart a little or he never would have had that test made. A perfectly healthy man doesn't just go to his doctor. Darwin wanted to go back to India as a correspondent. But his age was against him. He had a complete checkup to prove that he was okay, Alan. You're sure of this? Of course I am. His doctor had given him a perfect bill of health. Well, what does it all mean, Blackstone? Well, that's what I'm going to find out. Come on. We're going out to Major Stark's place. Well, here we are. Well, come on in, both of you. I sort of think it might be nice if I waited in the car. Look, Alan, you've been through that routine before. Come on. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'll ring. You see the bell rotor? Yeah, there it is. Hey, a snake. There's a snake. Oh, idiot. That's a harmless goddess snake. I wish I'd stayed home. Me too. Yes? I'm Mr. Blackstone. I was a friend of Major Stark. We want no one here. You're Miss Alden, aren't you? Major Stark's secretary? Oh. I have reason to suspect that the Major didn't die of a heart attack. I've come to see what I can find out. Go away. He's dead now, and nothing can bring him back. He's gone. Leave him in peace. He never found it in his life. Perhaps he will in the next... Miss Alden, you don't understand. I think Major Stark was murdered. No. No, he wasn't murdered. What makes you so sure? Everybody loved him. No one cares for him he loves. I know you've had a dreadful time, Miss Alden, the shock and the grief, but I'm afraid that I must insist on your letting me in. If you don't, I shall be forced to take my suspicions to the police. You can't bring them here. This is a house of death. Then we may come in. Thank you. Miss Alden, I know how hard it's for you, but it's hard for me, too. He was my friend. Yes, I loved him. He was all I had, and now he's gone. 
I looked after him for years before he went to that dreadful place. And after he came back, he needed me. He couldn't get along without me, I tell you. Of course he couldn't, sir. He often spoke of you to me. And this is his study. There's his desk where I found him. He was lying there with his hands out, as if he were reaching for something. That silver scorpion he used as a poop away from him. Was he dead? No. He turned to me and he said, Oh, oh then the fragrance. The fragrance. And then he died. What uh, fragrance? I don't know. I couldn't smell anything. But it must have been one of his plants. The hideous flowers he brought back from the east. They must have poisoned him. Mr. Blackstone, why don't you sit at his desk where he was sitting? Hmm? Perhaps you could find out something. I've got some things to attend to. But I'll be back. Oh, the poor old saw. She's almost out on her feet with shock. Well, watch out. There's a bee. Oh, oh, get it out of here. I said it. Done this thing. There it goes. It's lighting on the desk. Oh, get it, Blackstone. Uh, oh, there it goes. Out the window. Oh, thank goodness. Hey. Hey, that's funny. What is that? I could have sworn that scorpion paper weight was on that pile of papers. But it's on the book. Did you move it, Blackstone? No, no, I didn't. Uh, you two go out in the garden. I'll be there in a second. See if you can smell any odd fragrance. Did you find out anything, Blackstone? Did you? Not a thing. Oh, hey, look. There's Miss Alden back in Major Stark's studio. Hmm, we'd better go back in. Yeah, I feel awfully sorry for her. She's so old and lonely, and the Major was her entire life. Did you find out anything? I want you to do me a favor, Miss Alden. Would you sit at Major Stark's desk just as he was sitting when you found me? Oh, oh. oh yes, I would. That is, oh, that's terribly hard on the back I'm afraid I must insist. Very well. He was sitting here, like this. Yes. And he had one hand out in front of him, like this. Reaching over there toward the scorpion and... No. No, he couldn't. What couldn't, Miss Alden? Oh, nothing. Nothing. It was just my imagination. You sure? Uh, a silver paperweight couldn't move, could it, Mr. Blackstone? It couldn't. It's moving now. It's crawling toward you. Crawling toward you. Just as it did toward Major Stark. It's getting nearer. Nearer. Oh, oh. It's alive. It's come back. The real scorpion has come back. The real scorpion that you put on his desk, Miss Holden. Yes. Yes, I put it there. I put it there to kill him. He couldn't go away and leave me. He couldn't go back to that dreadful place. It wasn't safe for him out there. And so you killed him with one of his own scorpions. Hey. He's safe now. Nothing can hurt him. He's safe, I tell you. Safe. Safe. <laughs> How did you know that it was a real scorpion there on the desk? Scorpions are afraid of wasps and hornets. You mentioned, Ellen, that the position of the paperweight had changed after the hornet came into the room. Mm -hmm. Well, that was my first clue. Well, what was your second? Miss Alden herself. Huh? She was so insistent that I sit at the Major's desk, even though at first she hadn't wanted to have me come in at all. Well, if she'd put that scorpion there, why would she have sat down like she did? She'd removed the real one when she first came back into the room. The one that moved the second time really was the paperweight. So how could that have moved? I had tied a thread to it, a long black one that wasn't noticed among the litter on the desk. I jerked the thread and pulled the paperweight. I just stared her into thinking it was the real scorpion. And so another mystery was solved by Matt. Right, Alice. 
Mr. Blackstone, is that cup of coffee real? You're carrying it very carefully. Oh, it's real, Alan. I thought you might like to see me do a trick with it. Oh, and look at that bowl of lump sugar. That sugar's real, too, but it's used in a trick also. Sure. Very well. Rhoda, Alan, what's the closer now? Huh? Hmm? First, I pour a little cream in a cup. I place this lump of sugar flat on the surface of the coffee and... My, uh, my eyes have been bothering me lately. It looks as if that sugar is floating. It is floating, Alan. Think you can do it, Rhoda? Make sugar float? Well, I know I can't, but if you'll tell me, or rather us, the secret, Alan and I will try. Rhoda, you don't suppose it's a new kind of synthetic sugar? Tastes the same, looks the same, but float? Well, one way to tell is to drink the coffee. You can drink it when I finish the trick. There's more to it. I can control the sugar completely. Look. What can you make it do? Make it stop floating and sink. I make a magic sign over the cup. And slowly, slowly, the lump of sugar begins to disappear. Hey, Alan, look at it going down. It's all gone. Now I'll fill it with a spoon, and when I come back, I'll show you how to do the trick with a fresh cup of coffee. Here, Alan, you can have this cup. I'll give you that. Coward. (laughs) 